Jazz Focus, you are listening to us here on WETF, the jazz station in South Bend, Indiana, and my name is John Clark. Thank you for joining us. We are very happy to be bringing all this fine jazz to you, and today, the cobwebby corner we're going to be exploring is actually some recordings that were made in Paris in 1953, or, or 54 rather, and 1955. And they were made there to feature the clarinet playing of the great New Orleans clarinet player, Albert Nicholas. Albert Nicholas was born in New Orleans in 1900, and uh, he lived until 1972. He died in Switzerland. He had spent most of the last... 20 years of his life or so in Europe between France and Switzerland. He found the racial climate and the uh, uh, friendliness towards musicians to be much better in Europe, which was not an un, uh, uncommon uh, decision among black jazz musicians of the time. Nicholas was encouraged to become a musician in his early days by his uncle, who was Wooden Joe Nicholas. He was a clarinet player and a trumpeter who recorded during the New Orleans Revival. He was a busy musician at the time. Uh, and uh, Albert studied with some fine clarinet teachers, including the Tios, Louis and uh, Lorenzo Tio, and got a very good grounding in musicianship, not only in clarinet, but also saxophone, music reading, and so forth. And uh, he was a, a busy musician in the early 1920s in New Orleans. He uh, I believe, led a band at Tom Anderson's uh, Cafe, which also featured his uh, fellow reed player Barney Bagard and pianist uh, Louis Russell, all of whom left uh, for Chicago in about 1925 to join King Oliver's band. Oliver was expanding from his Creole jazz band days and wanted a standard big band of 10 pieces or so, and so Bagard and Nicholas and Russell all went north to Chicago at that point. Uh, Russell was featured, uh, or rather, Albert Nicholas was featured on a number of King Oliver's recordings. He also recorded extensively with Richard M. Jones in Chicago at the time and some other pickup groups here and there on saxophone and clarinet. Uh, he left town to go uh, to Europe for a while. He also ended up in, in Hong Kong playing in a band, and or not Hong Kong, excuse me, he was in Shanghai. He was one of the earliest uh, American jazz musicians to play over there. And then he ended up somehow in Egypt, and he played there for uh, quite a while and uh, uh, even did some semi-classical playing as well as jazz playing. By the early 30s, he had uh, shown up back in New York. Actually, by about 1930 or so, he had joined the Louis Russell Band in New York and was a key member of that group. That was a big New Orleans contingent. We uh, have played some Louis Russell in the past, and uh, he recorded well with them. And he stayed with the band when they became Louis Armstrong's backup band and stayed with them for a while, and then jobbed around in some different groups and uh, ended up playing a lot of uh, Dixieland music in uh, New York on uh, 52nd Street and some other 
places during the 1940s. He also toured to Boston, Chicago, and uh, was considered a very uh, proficient musician in that style, which was, of course, becoming very popular. He also recorded with Sidney Bechet, who was a friend of his from New Orleans. He went to uh, Paris in 1953 and began uh, being featured with a lot of the local traditional jazz bands uh, staffed and organized by young French musicians. Of course, Bechet had preceded him over there. Some of the recordings we're going to hear today uh, were made not long after he uh, made it to France. Bechet was back in New York for a very short period of time, and so he had some opportunities to record with these musicians. We started out with two tunes from two different sessions. We started out with... Uh, in, a, uh, in a mellow tone, of course, the Duke Ellington tune. That was recorded in 1954 in Paris and featured uh, Jean Lies on trumpet, Benny Vassure on trombone, Jean-Louis Chautam on baritone sax. I'm not sure who the rhythm section was. The notes on all these CDs are a little unclear. It might have been Claude Bowling, actually. Uh, he will be featured on the second tune that we heard on piano. Also, Ricky Garzon on bass and Robert Barnett on drums. And that was the band called Albert Nicholas and the New Orleans Friends. And that was uh, in a melotone. We're going to hear one other tune from that session towards the end of the show. Then we heard a trio uh, recording done with uh, Claude Bowling on piano and Kansas Fields on drums, uh, a version of Jerome Kern's tune, Old Man River, uh, from Showboat 1927. These were recorded on a label called Club Francais, and uh, they were issued to, I think, the New Orleans Jazz Club in uh, France. And there were several different recording sessions done for this, the uh, trio session we just heard and the New Orleans Friends session with the uh, Duke Ellington tune. We're going to be hearing in our next uh, uh, set some other tunes from a slightly different band, same time, same recording session. We're going to hear a different version of the New Orleans Friends with Guy Lognon on trumpet, Bernard Zacharias on trombone, Michel Attenu on soprano saxophone, Andrew Persiane on piano, Buddy Banks on bass, and Jacques David on drums. This was actually uh, Michel Attenu's band, and um, a very fine band that uh, he led in France and had later recorded with uh, trombonist Jimmy Archie. We may get to that uh, session at some other point, some other uh, show coming up. So the tunes we're going to hear from then, again, uh, for Club Francais in 1954, we're going to hear the Will Marion Cook tune, I'm Coming Virginia, a nice uh, ballad performance, dancing ballad, as we say. Then the classic Basin Street Blues, uh, which will have an especially good trumpet solo by Lognon. Then the Blues for the Club, Club Francais, remember, this is a tribute to them, featuring all the horns, trumpet, soprano sax, trombone, and clarinet. And then we're going to end up with a nice feature for Nicholas and also some good soprano sax playing on clarinet marmalade. So these are all uh, Albert Nicholas with the New Orleans Friends, uh, recording for Club Francais in 1954. I'm coming, Virginia, the Basin Street Blues, Blues for the Club, and clarinet marmalade.
some good traditional jazz, a.k.a. Dixieland, a.k.a. New Orleans jazz, done in Paris in 1954, featuring the clarinet of Albert Nicholas, who really was an exceptional player. He was uh, not only just a good clarinet player in the style, he was technically a good player. He played in many big bands over the years, and uh, he was really quite a fine musician. So he started out with I'm Coming Virginia, featuring some nice melodic playing by Nicholas there. This is Albert Nicholas and his New Orleans friends. Following that, we heard the Basin Street Blues, which, um, interestingly, featured more of the trumpet, Guy Lognon on that one. Uh, of course, Nicholas on all of these. And then Blues for the Club. These recordings were made for Club Francais and uh, featured Guy Lognon, Guy Lognon on trumpet, uh, Bernard Zacharias on trombone, Michel Attenu on soprano saxophone, coming as close to Sidney Bechet's style and sound as anybody, I think, and Albert Nicholas on clarinet. And in the rhythm section, we heard Andre Persiani on piano, Buddy Banks on bass, and Jacques David on drums. We ended up that set with uh, the clarinet marmalade, again, a good feature for the leader, or the uh, front man anyway, Albert Nicholas, although Michelle Attenue got some good innings in there as well on soprano sax. We're going to go to some trio sides that uh, Nicholas did, a couple of them anyway, around the same time. We started out the program, or actually the second tune of the program was Old Man River featuring Claude Bowling, and we're going to have one more uh, trio thing at the very end, but right now we're going to hear two tunes that Nicholas uh, was particularly fond of and recorded multiple times. The Wolverine Blues by Jelly Roll Morton, he recorded with Morton in the early 30s, and uh, What Did I Do to Be So Black and Blue, the Fats Waller tune. And uh, these two tunes... Uh, as I said, are trios, and they uh, feature really uh, unfettered Albert Nicholas playing, I think you'd have to say, really, really showing off his technique uh, there. And uh, with him are, again, Claude Bowling on piano and Kansas Fields on drums. Kansas Fields, of course, an African-American drummer, uh, had settled in France uh, well before this, and uh, he usually accompanied many of the American stars as well. So those were from 1955, actually June 29th of 1955, and uh, those were in fact um, done for uh, the Blue Star label. Actually, I take that back. They were for the Vogue label. Blue Star was another uh, label active in Paris at the time that recorded some fine swing players, but uh, Vogue tended to be a little bit more on the retro side and doing some more of these older-style New Orleans players. So those two tunes were by the trio, Wolverine Blues and Black and Blue. Then we're going to add a few players on there to create a full band. Guillaume again on trumpet, Claude Gousset on trombone, and uh, George Popov Medvedko on bass in this case. Uh, and the two tunes we're going to hear from that group are the venerable Royal Garden Blues and a nice feature for Nicholas and uh, Kansas Fields on I Found a New Baby. So these are all done for the Vogue label in 1955. Albert Nicholas and his band. I don't think it was called New Orleans Friends at the time. But we are going to hear the trio versions of Wolverine Blues and Black and Blue and the full band versions of Royal Garden Blues and I Found a New Baby.
Again, some great traditional jazz by Albert Nicholas and his orchestra, I guess we'd call it. So we started out with uh, the Wolverine Blues and Black and Blue trio performances from uh, June 29th of 1955, featuring Albert Nicholas on clarinet, Claude Bowling on piano, and Kansas Field on drums for the Vogue Recording Company, recorded in Paris. And then we went uh, back two days, June 27th, 1955, in the same group with the addition of Guy Lognon on trumpet, uh, Claude Gousset on trombone, and Georges Popov Medvedko on bass. And uh, they did the blues, or excuse me, uh, Royal Garden Blues, and I Found a New Baby, a particularly good show-off piece for Albert Nicholas and Kansas Field, doing some uh, Benny Goodman, Gene Krupa type of things in there. So I hope you enjoyed this program. Albert Nicholas is a very under-regarded uh, clarinet player these days, but a very, very tasty one, very good 
technical player and an excellent jazz player as well, with a very long and colorful career going to the Far East and uh, to the Middle East and Europe and uh, all through the United States as well. Very interesting performer. We're going to end up with two performances now. We're going to do a trio, another trio with the Claude Bowling and... Um, uh, Kansas Fields duo with uh, Albert Nicholas on clarinet as a trio, and that's the Old New Orleans March High Society. Kind of an unusual pick for a trio, but uh, here it works very well, and uh, this was one of Nicholas's showpieces, playing that clarinet solo, uh, originally uh, put out by uh, Alphonse Picou from the March version. And uh, he, uh, Albert Nicholas, recorded this numerous times, but none better than this particular version. Then we're going to finish up with a tune called uh, Demitas, which is an unusual pick. It was a Harry Carney tune that was uh, played on a small group recording led by Barney Begard, the New Orleans clarinet player, uh, with some Ellington musicians uh, in the 1930s. And this will be another good feature for Albert Nicholas. So that is Demitas, and that's what we're going to finish up with. You're listening to The Jazz Focus. My name is John Clark, and we are here together on WETF, the jazz station in South Bend, Indiana. Thank you very much, and tune in again next week. <laughs>